Hello, everyone, and welcome in to the FBW Kids podcast episode number 10. We are now in double digits. How exciting. So fun. And today I'm joined back by Kim. Yes. Kim was not here on the last one, but she's back again. I loved it, though. You and Emily did a great job. So great. Emily was fun. Glad to have Kim back, though, because we were talking about, I know, one of my personal favorite things that I love to do even before I got here was midweek and having a meaningful midweek, a purposeful midweek, because I think so often, not that midweek gets overlooked, but it's easy for midweek to seem not as important because it's not the weekend of Saturday and Sunday. So trying to find ways to create an atmosphere so kids want to come back at midweek and want to have fun, be plugged in, and still be engaged. So, but let's start by talking about, obviously, what are the challenges of midweek and kind of what challenges are presented before we start talking about the solutions and how to overcall or how to overcome those things. So, Kim, in your experience, what are some potential challenges or things that you've seen that just could derail or just stop a midweek program from really taking off or being as purposeful as it can be? Yeah, for sure. That's a great question, and it's a good place to start. I was thinking about all of the different midweeks that I've done or been a part of, and they all are very different. And so I think one of the biggest challenges is to figure out what is best for your church context, because it's going to be different. Yes. At all four churches I have served at, they are all very, very different midweeks. Um, And I think that's just good. That's awesome that there's so many different varieties of opportunities, but I really think that's a big challenge is figuring out what is best for your church context, what is best to get parents to buy into having to bring kids back up. Uh, And so I think that is definitely a challenge. We're always going to be up against things that are better in their mind. So I'm not saying that sports is better, but to kiddos, that is something that they really want to be a part of, or it even is extracurricular activities. It could be piano lessons or dance or Girl Scouts or whatever it may be that ends up on a Wednesday night. And when I grew up, that was non-existent outside of maybe high school theater or something that you were having to like really work at, but everything else is pretty non-existent on a Wednesday night. And that's just not where we're at in reality anymore. And so I think that's a big challenge is you're going to have kiddos that are there with you for a semester, but then their sports season kicks in, or you're going to have kiddos that are there every other week because of how their family schedules fall. And so I think it's just the same type of challenge we experience on the weekend, Um, but it could be just astronomical because midweek is... um, it is up against probably more than a weekend tournament type of situation. And so I do feel like that's a huge uh, challenge. And then I do think like third, sometimes it's challenging as ministry leaders to figure out what is going to be best curriculum wise, setup wise, schedule, what really is going to speak to the kiddos that you're involved in. And so Mm -hmm. I think those are probably the three biggest challenges that we face whenever we're looking to not only have an awesome, epic weekend experience, but continue to drive home that discipleship in a midweek format as well. Yeah, absolutely. And like, it's also one of those things of it's hard 
because it has to be late because, you know, they're at school during the day. Right. You're falling right smack dab in the middle of the school week. So, you know, there's some parents who don't want their little first grader, their precious little first graders up too late because they're going to be tired for school the next right. day, potentially, or things like that. So it's it, And then we've talked about this before, too. Even sometimes, even if you pushed it up to like six or something, then you have to start thinking about dinner. Are they catching dinner beforehand? Are they having to go from school to dinner or something? You know, right. like, are they having to rework their schedules just to come for midweek? So if you can create an environment where they want to come so badly that they're just like, no, I don't care that I'm up late or whatever that's the point we're trying to get to Mm -hmm. and so we're trying to overcome those things to create that environment so now how do we start to do that and put those pieces together so what are some things that we can do in your opinion to put together the pieces of creating a midweek that is both fun for them keeps them wanting to come back and tying it back into the gospel and God's word. Yeah. So I think first place to start with that and what we always talk about when I talk about preschool team and things is we have to remove the stigma that things are just childcare related. I know y'all talked about that on the last episode, but it also applies to things about midweek because a lot of times your church may have adult groups or even a worship service. I know my husband's last church, they did a worship service on a Wednesday night. And so there may be things that um, parents are really excited to attend and then they just slough off and think, oh, well, my kid will just go to childcare or babysitting. And it could have that type of negative connotation. So I think there's some groundwork that you can do to really put forth, um, just kind of advertise almost what you're offering for midweek. And so that way parents see that it's not just kids coming and playing while I get poured into, while I get fed, while I do my community group, but actually it's beneficial to them as well. And so I know a lot of our um, publicity talks specifically when it comes to first through fourth grade about the Bible skills and the game time that they get to do on the midweek that they would they do not get to do on yes. the weekend. So I yes. think it's good to come up with something that is different, mm-hmm. whether that is something that's a specific game time, maybe different rotations, maybe in preschool you have a specific craft time or something that they don't get on the weekend, something that you can show that it is different. It's valuable to have both things. I know I recently talked to a parent and I said that exact thing, you know, on the weekend, it's very hard for a small group teacher in her hour to really dive in and help kids understand how to navigate the table of contents and their Bible. But on midweek, we have time to do that and it has proved to be fruitful. And so I think when that parent understood that they were way more excited to come and they're bringing their friends now. And so it does have a ripple effect. And so I think if you can start with how you're promoting your midweek, obviously if there's something specific that you feel the Lord is like guiding you in, start there and how you can kind of show that it is not just childcare, that it is really purposeful Mm -hmm. and that it has just the ability to really drive home that discipleship element. And all the churches I've served at, I, midweek has been that, um, invested time, that discipleship time. Uh, We, uh, my last, this church and the one before, kind of a target is that God time idea because we're hitting them in the middle of the week. And so 
trying to really bring up that, hey, you can read your Bible at home. And when you come on Wednesdays, we're talking about what you're already doing at home. And it's kind of just this fluid habit is the goal. I wouldn't say that that's every single kid that joins us, but that is the goal and that's the vision that we want to set forth. And so I think if you have that clear, this is kind of what it's about, then you're able to kind of build around that. You're able to get volunteers in place to kind of put forth those different fun elements um, as long as you kind of have that that goal in mind. Um, And so I definitely think starting there and There are so many, I know that we could probably give some examples maybe in a little bit, but there are so many uh, different opportunities for midweek. There's so many organizations and curriculum writers and things that are doing really good work when it comes to providing a midweek experience. And so sometimes if you feel like, you know, I'm a kids ministry leader and I am working so hard to provide a good weekend, there are things for midweek that are just a plug and play that you can't, that are still so beneficial. And it's not something that you have to spend a ton of time creating. And I think that's important uh, that it doesn't have to be this burden and this strenuous thing to put forth a good midweek experience. Mm -hmm. And so I think those are some of the things you could start with to kind of create those solutions. Absolutely. I've always felt like you know, the weekend, not that it has to be very rigid or set. It can be fun, too, but there is just kind of a different weight that is brought with the weekend that on midweek, for some reason, it just seems like that weight isn't as heavy, you know, because it's like, you know, it is the middle of the week. Like, we don't want them to come in. And like you've mentioned before, mm-hmm. they just came from school. We don't want them to sit and be in school again. That's not fun. So, we change it on midweek to make it as fun as possible and not focus so much on having them sit and necessarily hear a story all the time. And I think that is a big help as well, because that is a big draw that says, okay, well, this is different because this is just a lot more fluid, a lot more fun. We can do some things that we don't do because maybe on the weekend, we just don't have that time. It's a little bit more rigid with service schedules and and all those good things. And so I've always felt like midweek is always that. And so let's dive into curriculum and kind of game planning it now, because you did bring that up kind of towards the end, because I've done it many different ways before. Here we kind of don't necessarily copy it, copy and paste, but we do kind of use along the same story that they do on the weekend for the most part, and we do it on there. I've done it before where it's a completely – different but somewhat related story on Wednesday and Sunday is its own different thing or just it's completely different all together or it's completely the same all together. So when you're game planning that out, when you're trying to pick the right things to use for midweek, what are you looking for and what are some kind of key things that you want to hit on with your curriculum and planning for midweek time? Yeah, that's a really great question. And I think sometimes it can be really overwhelming because you're trying to look at the full picture. I would definitely think through if you have a kiddo that comes to everything. Yes. We don't want it to be a repeat of the exact same story, same outline, same way to do things because they're going to lose interest. They're not going to want to invite their friends. That is also really rare. We know that you're not going to have 
every single kiddo do every single thing that you're offering. But I think it's good to kind of start there and have them in mind because that may be really where you're going to get them to invite their friends and things like that because it is different. Uh, So I um, have an experience in all sorts of different curriculums. I am an Awana kid as a child. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the Awana program, and which is a great program. It is not a nominational program and uh, very good concentration on scripture memory. Mm-hmm. I kind of have my own personal views as I grew up into adulthood just about that and felt like it was it is a very good program I would say for lots of churches where that can be one of your main focuses maybe you have more kids that do come on a Wednesday night than you do on a weekend then something like the Awana program will be very beneficial to you because you can get all of your leaders involved it is there is a a ton of expense that comes with that but if that's really your biggest group of kids then that's definitely one to consider and the schedule of an Awana night is something that we still do. There's an opening, there's game time, there's a council time, which we do our story, and then there's a group time. We call it D group for disciple group. But um, And so I think the schedule of Awana, how they lay out their evening is really, really good. And yes. so you could even take something like, okay, maybe I my church can't afford the expense of something as big as Awana. But I really like their layout. Mm-hmm. Okay, could I take some of those pieces of that schedule and put it into what I want to create? Yes. And so I think it's totally good to look at all of these different curriculums and kind of see what works best. That's kind of now my mentality at at this church is to kind of take some pieces from all of the things and really, one, listen to our volunteers, listen to the kiddos, and try and figure out something that will work. Um, a couple of other curriculum ideas for anyone. At my last church, uh, we used something called Nehemiah Kids. It's from mm-hmm. Leaders in Training. A children's pastor uh, in the DFW area has written them. And it's literally just devotional books by the grade They are the amount of time that would fill up a semester, so you get a whole semester at a time, and there's a leader guide that goes with it, and your job is really just to help lead and guide those kiddos through their devotionals that they do at home. I really loved that curriculum. Uh, It definitely was um, the right choice in my last setting because we had a kind of a different group of kiddos on the midweek that we didn't really see on the weekend. And so I wanted something that was more home-based that they could pull out and finish and complete especially if we weren't really guaranteed we were going to see them on the weekend. And so we did um, that type of curriculum. Uh, Right now, one thing that uh, whenever I came here that I really loved was having that same story throughout the weekend. And so for our kiddos, it really is beneficial that they're hearing that, you know, this past weekend was King Ahab on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, we're talking about it again on Wednesday, and it was really cool to see all of these kiddos, one, remember it, but also be reminded of some things that, of the story that yes. they may have forgotten and something that could really solidify it for them. And so I think because of our curriculum choice that we use, which is orange, it provides us a way for us to continue to tie back to that bottom mm-hmm. line. I know you've, we, you and I have talked about um, in your last setting and how you did have two curriculums, but the yes. bottom line in the story was usually tied together. Yes. So I think that is awesome 
and could possibly work in any context or any size of a church. Uh, I know that there's other things like Lifeway provides a team kid resource that's kind of similar to Awana. And so you can always find the ones that if you really do want to plug and play, Mm -hmm. you want to just, you have the resources to pay for an expense in curriculum and you want it to be distinctly different from your weekend, I think there are some trusted resources there like Team Kid and Awana and LIT uh, Leaders in Training. I think those would be really great trusted resources. If you want it to tie back to your weekend, it's a little bit more work because you're having to kind of figure out the, for instance, Bible skills, our Bible skills time are things that I write. I don't find them usually um, in a document from Orange, so we come up with those things. Um, And so there's a little bit of extra creativity and extra writing that goes along with what we are doing right now, and that's okay. The story is the same, and so it kind of is what's working best in your context. But I would say all of those curriculums that we've mentioned have the potential to be really impactful Mm -hmm. for the kiddos that that come. Absolutely, and I think another important thing is, like, too, if you're kind of struggling to come up, like maybe you cannot afford multiple curriculums. Maybe you're only set to one. Are there things included in your curriculum that maybe you say, okay, you know what, like this certain set of videos, we don't watch on the weekends, but maybe for midweek, we can tie those in. I know that was what we, so that's kind of what we did. We had the Gospel Project from Lifeway and Bible Studies for Life through, I believe that's also Lifeway. And so there were certain sketch videos, like, you know, that had a storyline that they had to follow each way each week Mm -hmm. and so we had pretty much the same kids every single Wednesday night and so we said well you know on the weekends when it's so fluctuated we're not going to watch those videos then we're going to save those for midweek because those kids are going to come back every week ready to find out what happened next in this video series that that we're watching and so we just kept that out of the weekend and kept that just specifically for the midweek. And I think if there are ways you can do things like that with whatever curriculum you have, or it doesn't have to be videos, but just anything in particular Mm -hmm. that maybe is included with whatever you're using already that you can save just for that midweek group, I think that could add just a little bit more into the fold that could bring them back week after week. And I think so. it's good like what you're saying. That's a really thinking out of the box mindset mm-hmm. and like looking at something overall and saying, "Okay, we let's use that on Wednesday. Let's use this on Sunday." You really do have to kind of think outside of the box. And so even something as simple as a game time yeah. where you're pulling them to a different location, maybe you have a gym at your church or just a large room like what we use, and it's something different, those kiddos look forward to that Uh because they are not going to get to do that on a Sunday during worship. We're going to do stage games during worship. Very rarely do we do a large group, the whole room type of game. And so you can do something where they do get to kind of run their energy out. Maybe you just take them to the playground and they don't get to go to a playground on the weekend and so you kind of can think outside of the box and make it really really inviting and um and i would just communicate those things with your parents i really think that's the biggest thing if the parents can really know you know for us why do we give them a god time folder why do we do devotionals why do we do those things and try and communicate that with them uh, i think it just has an added benefit now that's not to say that all the kiddos will love game time or will love those videos or will love god times 
But it kind of gets that point across of the vision. And hopefully, prayerfully, when they're in preteen or youth ministry, they're looking back and knowing that that was such a foundational time where they were really able to be discipled in a different way. Absolutely, yeah. And so moving on just a little bit, because obviously midweek cannot just happen on its own, just as important as it is for the weekends. It's important to have great volunteers for your midweek, especially when, you know, like we're talking about, it's so, it can be so different, the groups of kids that you get. It's really good to have core leaders. And what I've particularly liked, what we do here is that it's pretty much the same group Mm -hmm. of people week after week after week. It's not a rotation like our weekend, which is totally fine. I'm not saying anything bad about that. But I think it's great that those kids on Wednesday know, oh, when I come, I'm seeing Miss Stephanie, and I'm seeing Miss Pam, and I'm seeing Mr. Brian, and I'm seeing Mr. Kurt, Mr. Lane. We're here every single Wednesday. So that way it can be that expectation of knowing what you're getting, and especially with a more-ish consistent group that we have of just our Wednesday kiddos, that really helps. So when you're looking for midweek volunteers, are you trying to pull – maybe some people who can't commit necessarily to always serving on the weekend, or are you trying to pull people from your weekend to serve? We've kind of married it a little bit mm-hmm. here, but I just know I've loved having that here because where I'm from, I was weekend Wednesday all the time mm-hmm. volunteer. So it can yeah, become it can a, lot be a lot and it can be draining. So yeah. how do you try to help to break that up a little bit where you're not exhausting people but at the same time, you're getting that consistency. You might not have ever thought about that before. For but. sure, yeah. I think if you have some, like, A-plus, A-star, you know, the star-level volunteers that you would like some type of consistency, maybe it's a new midweek program and you need some people that are just committed to what y'all are doing and are able to launch it, totally fine to offer it to yes. those people for a time. I do think that we have to tread lightly because I do think what you're mentioning about burnout is real. Yes. And so I really like right now that the majority of our midweek volunteers are only midweek volunteers. And so yeah. for some of them, they are able to be more consistent because yes. on the weekend they are doing other things or they've got sports or they've got their own growth group and things like that. But on the Wednesday night, they're able to get off work and head uh, to campus. And so I think that's something that should be everyone's goal um, Mm -hmm. because I do think burnout is real, especially in a volunteer setting in ministry. You can start saying yes to everything and all of a sudden you remember you haven't eaten dinner the last three nights and you don't know what day it is. And so I think it's simple to do that in uh, kids ministry and so we need to be more mindful to find those people who really do want to mm-hmm. serve but the weekend is not for them and so I I know we've had different people throughout our midweek and that's totally fine I think COVID kind of adjusted yeah. a lot of things yeah. for us and probably for a lot of people and a lot of churches when it came to that midweek setting yes. Uh, But the ones that we have now, I think, are invested and committed to that Wednesday group. I think they are seeing the fruit, specifically when it comes to Bible skills and learning the story and learning the bottom line and things like that. I think they're seeing some fruits of that, of some Mm -hmm. kiddos who really do understand how to navigate their Bible that did not in August. And so I think that is super helpful. 
uh, super beneficial. And so once they kind of catch on, then they may be even more committed and may actually be a good voice for you to find other people as you continue yes. to grow. Absolutely. And I think you brought up a great point because in the book we just finished reading Rock Solid Volunteers, that was something that he had had an experience before with. They were struggling with some of their midweek volunteers and then they had a chance to lead somebody to Christ to see the fruits of all the labor that they had been putting in and they were on the verge of like going I'm burnt out I can't do this anymore and then once that happened they were like nope we're back like fully invested again and it just took that one little little thing to really change that whole perspective from going from burnout to fully back on board again and so yes seeing the fruits of that definitely helps and I think that's always a wonderful thing and what we all hope for yes for sure for that so and so our volunteers are obviously we love them and I would say it's fine to start small yeah you know my last church when I started our midweek program we didn't call it midweek we called it ignite uh I started with very few volunteers yes so it's okay if you're looking to do a midweek program or maybe you just need to revamp what you're already doing it's okay to get small and to kind of start with some key people who will be there and then will be a good voice for you as you continue to grow and you need more people and so just be encouraged you don't have to find okay in order to have a midweek program i need to find 25 volunteers when you're already trying to do that for your weekend it's okay to start small and to see what god does with it absolutely and on the same kind of finishing at least my finishing note for this part Um, You know, just trying to make sure that those key volunteers that are there aren't having to pull too much weight Mm -hmm. to where they cannot do it. Because if it is a smaller crew, it's going to be easy to push everything on one person, push everything else on another person. And so be flexible, be willing to take on some more of that load if need be, because at the end of the day, they're not getting paid to be there on a night in the middle of the week when they still have work the next day. A lot of, like, I know our people have kids. I got to go to school the next day. So just be mindful of that too and be willing to pull whatever weight is needed to kind of help that. Yeah, that's awesome. But that's all I really have for this. Do you have any other closing thoughts I think just midweek is awesome and you don't even have to call it midweek you could come up with something clever and people may want to be a part of it Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just awesome I think we're we've got some significant challenges because I think of COVID and people getting back out and stuff like that that may kind of hinder uh, what you feel like your goals should be but I would allow God to just take it and run with it even if it's just a deeper understanding of God's word or kiddos getting plugged in for the first time or experiencing games or worship or however it's created and so I think it's totally fine to just embrace all that midweek is don't Mm -hmm. shy away from it I think it is does bring a ton of value to the kiddos who will come and yeah I think that's it I love midweek midweek will always have a special place in my heart because that was my first serving opportunity I love that and that was the first time before I ever touched foot down there in a weekend I was there every Wednesday for like probably the first few months and that was the first time I got to lead was our children's minister was gone on a Wednesday and so she was like you've been here for three weeks here you go like and I was like um okay and so it will always have a special place in my heart so we love midweek around here and we hope you all do as well 
and that it maybe if you're struggling with it that this will help and be something that you can use to propel it forward or get some ideas from and make it even better if it's already That's rocking right. at your church. So, But if you guys don't mind, please like and subscribe wherever you guys get your podcasts. That would really help us out. Please share with your friends. We would love to hear from more of you. But until next time, we hope you guys are having an excellent day. And we'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you.